and then they saw me in a bra, and that was it. What's going on, Pearl Jam nerds? You're listening to Single Podcast Theory. I'm Brad Lyons. And I'm Brad Blazek. I am in a really good mood because mm. the announcement finally fucking mm. happened. Yes. Yes. And we're getting a chance to sit and talk all about it. That's what today's show is, right? Pretty much, yeah. We're going to do some email. We're just going to... Emails. We take couple. we took a couple weeks off of email, I think. So we're gonna do yeah. do a little bit of a email dump. Yes. Well, we got a lot over the last few days too. Sure, of course. With, yeah. With all the with all the hoopla, we're not gonna go through every little thing, but um, yeah, we'll definitely get some emails. Yes. But uh, yeah, if I start talking about it right now, then we'll never get to emails. So no, let's um, yeah. Let's just kind of uh, say hey to everyone that's new. If this is your first episode, we are an all Pearl Jam podcast. Um, just about the songs, the band, you know, related bands that they their side projects, all that kind of stuff. Anything Pearl Jam, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what we do. Did I leave anything out? I don't think so. Nope. If you'd like to email the show, the email address is singlepodcasttheory at gmail.com. And we're on all the social media. Um, Are we? Aren't we? We're on Twitter and Instagram. What else? I mean, oh, no, those Facebook. are the big ones. Uh, we're on Facebook. You're right. Well, then what? Aren't you the one that handles all that? I'm just, yeah, but. I, <laughs> but. Hold on a second. I, uh, did you just. <laughs> Did you just ask if we were, in <laughs> fact, on social media? <laughs> no, I meant you said all of them. And I am. Yeah, you, well, we're the, on the, the big, main three. We're on the big three. Okay, well, I don't know. That's the problem is, like, I don't know. Uh, I'm not, like, a media superstar over here. <laughs> so I don't know what the kids are, are, are looking at on their phones. Oh, man. TikTok? Should I get on TikTok? You're the, no. Make little... Should I make little videos? Of no, like I've seen you try like... to use Instagram live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or even stories. Should I go live right now? No. That'd be fun. No? Just to hear your side of a conversation? <laughs> yeah, that'd be yeah. fucking... Oh, man. <laughs> Riveting. But people people will like... They'll see it, and then when they hear this back, they'll be like, I remember when he was saying that stuff. Right. See, this is great. If, <laughs> if inter- this is your first time listening to us, then you've gotten a real good idea of what you're in for. All right? 120 episodes. I've it's heard... It's pretty much just this. I'm not saying we've ever gotten, like, negative feedback, but I've heard, like, rumblings here and there, like, some people don't like that we don't get right into the Pearl Jam talk. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot. Yeah. You think people... We've talked about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But... Like we're doing right now, not talking about it. Yes. 
Yeah, so well, let's move on to emails. How about I, that? I can't help it. Oh, yeah? It's something you can't help? It's an absolute I like, impulse? Uh, I like you, and I like talking to you. So that sounded would, so awkward. <laughs> I I like uh, you you um you're the one I like is you uh, and talking to just, you talking to you and uh, uh I'm just trying to I'm saying like I've learned that like all right when I was younger I thought the stuff I liked I'm the only one that likes that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But then I found as I got older, like, no, there's lots of people out there like the same things that I like. So maybe there's a few people that like me and you just bullshitting to each other for a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all this is. (laughs) That's the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes. 45 minutes are until we get to the <laughs> hour email. 15. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I get it. But yeah. Emails. No, do it. We'll get right into it. There you go. You're up first. Am I? All yeah. right. Um, we got an email from Paul Maruniak, who is, by the way, a new patron. Yeah, man. Um, He says, Dear Brads, I've been meaning to write for a long time now. I started listening to you guys in August 2018. I was in Arizona for a hip-hop competition my daughter was competing at, and I would go for walks through the trails near where we we were in Phoenix. There was something about the sparseness of Arizona which brought me back to music, and more particularly Pearl Jam. On the plane on the way to Phoenix, I watched a Midnight Oil documentary called 1984. I hadn't listened to the Oils music for a long time, and that then led me to re-listen to a number of bands whilst I was over there, including Pearl Jam. Real quick, have you seen that Midnight Oil documentary? No, I haven't, but I want to. I didn't even know it existed. I'd like to watch it. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know much about Midnight Oil except for— I thought they were cool. I knew their singles. That's it, but I thought they were cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I bet it's good, though. Uh, okay, I was 20 when the grunge scene hit, and Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins, etc. was a soundtrack to a period of time that was carefree, hanging out with mates and surfing most days. Man, that's that's a that's a mouthful. That that brings back <laughs> brings back some memories. Sorry, I like you. Uh, at those times, either in the car or at someone's house, there was always a radio playing. It was always tuned to Triple J and Pearl Jam, amongst other uh, and Pearl Jam, amongst others, was always playing. I saw Pearl Jam in Sydney on their Yield tour. The show was amazing, dude. That Yield tour was amazing. Hell yeah! So I got to see him twice. I got to see him twice on that that run. Um, then, with life, work, family, etc., things change and friends drift, and I listened less intensely to some of those bands from my early 20s. Uh, fast forward to August 2018, I became fixated on Corduroy for some reason. As other people who listen to your pod have said, the lyrics took on a new meaning with years of experience to reference them to. I found your pod on Corduroy and then started playing catch-up. All in all, 2018 was a pretty shit year for me. My sister was ill, and she eventually passed in January this year. He's talking about a year ago, and I, I'm sorry to hear that. Yes. Um, 
Although I don't know you both, I just want to say thank you because listening to your pod got me through some really tough times. You're both amazing people, and I just wanted you to both know that you and your pod are making a difference to people's lives on a weekly basis. Um, that is very humbling to hear, so thank you, Paul. Um, inadvertently, you've also created the Pearl Jam Podcast family with Jesse and Kate, Brandon, and Randy and John. Whilst you both... Uh, whilst you are both having a well-deserved break, I started re-listening to Season 2 of the pod. Just finished Lost Dogs Volume 2. Thank you once again, and I can't wait for more gems and rhinestones episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, best wishes, Paul Maruniak. Maruniak? I don't even know where to begin. Dude. Maruniak. Man, thanks so much for that email. Yeah, dude, Appreciate thank it. you. That's that's. Uh, thank you so much for the kind words. Yeah, Another... Australian. I know, man. I'm man, curious I... if he lives here now or he just came here. Because he said he was in Arizona last year. Right. Well, man, it's rough going if he's in Australia and yeah, all yeah, you guys dude, we are listening. Should, we, should, we forgot to even talk about that yeah, last week. Um, I mean, there's yeah, not much to say other than exactly. Yeah. Australia, all, especially our listeners that are down there, we hope you guys are doing good. Uh, I don't want to. I know a couple names off the top of my head, but I don't want to say them and then like someone else be like, "Oi, mate, <laughs> no. what about me?" No, but yeah, <laughs> sorry. No, we get lo- we get a lot of emails joke. from Australia. No, but, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and um, I've said in the past, I love Australia. I love these guys. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it's you know what it is. It's just the accent. I love the accent. Yeah, well, it's also I like the Australians. I like you're hurting to today, them. man. <laughs> uh, no, but it's you know it's a country I've always. It's on my list of places I want to yeah. go before oh, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah, it's being destroyed, and it's yeah. um, ugh, it's and from the yeah, very little, about it. the the very limited access i've had to their do they call him the prime minister is that what their president is I'm, down there i believe so he sounds like a real piece of shit oh really i don't know if yeah they it's, it's a lot of it has to do with the firefighters like he that he like denied them getting more money because he said oh well they like they're they're volunteers they like fighting fires so this is like right up their alley Wow, yeah, it's a dick thing to say. <laughs> and I've seen like multiple videos of him going to visit the firefighters and like none of them will shake his hand. Interesting. And I'm just like, oh, this is so we kinda we can relate to that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, obviously there's nothing we can do other than let you know we're thinking about you. And yeah. I mean, I was watching the news a little bit tonight and there's, you know, like there's a a shot of a tennis player that couldn't even like had to quit the yeah. match because yeah I just saw kept that coughing and hacking and yeah anyway um yeah much love to all of our our peeps over in australia for our sure mates our mates down under for sure um well, thanks again paul got yeah, one mm-hmm. paul one, number one well, yeah i was gonna say <laughs> one of three pauls today yes. on the, the email list uh but first we've got tim Wrote in, uh, Tim Smith wrote in about uh, UR. He says, UR, fuck yeah, great episode. 
Awesome timing, giving it was my song of 2019. Uh, he says, yeah, okay, I'm only 17 years too late, but anyway, better late than never. Agreed with all the comments you made about music and lyrics, but would like to add a shout-out to the keys in the song, especially in the, well, I don't know what you'd call it, the bridge third section uh, with the falsetto ooze. And I love that he wrote this because I had even put in my notes for this one to talk about the section because it they mm-hmm. the thing he's talking about, uh, let me get back to where he was talking about it. Um the keys in the song, right? They've kind of filtered and added delays and to these kind of like syncopated, stabby um, key parts. You, I can't tell. I didn't try and dissect it too hard. If it's um, if it's an organ sound or a piano sound that they're kind of manipulating, uh, it almost sounds like verbed out, um, like those pitched steel drums. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It kind of has that kind of. Um, resonance to me except for it's got all the verb and delay and all that kind of stuff on it anyway it's funny that he, and it's interesting he that, that he's there he's he's not singing you are he's singing like Ooh, uh, oh just yeah just, just phonetically right yeah yeah he says the keys are a subtle part here but add a perfect texture and they lighten the feeling in this section before dropping back into the sequence guitar yeah, they they have a huge interplay with with where what the drums do right there. It's really cool. Happy New Year and glad you're both feeling better from your illnesses. Hmm. Oh, I didn't even know this third paragraph. Okay, cool. Also, yeah. shout out to uh, your other Aussie listeners and hoping they are doing okay from the brush fires. I've been really lucky here. There's been nothing serious directly in or around Newcastle. The smoke has been pretty bad for a few weeks now, though. But it's not like, or it's not been anything like in some parts of the country. There were a couple of posts by Jill Vetter on Instagram today about it, which was really nice to see. Anyway, take it easy. Fingers crossed for some Pearl Jam announcements. And he got his wish. Thanks so much for writing in, Tim. Appreciate it. Good observation on the song. All right. Well, thank you, Tim. Um, all right. Claire Millar. Yeah, man. Writes in, <laughs> hey guys, happy new year. Your latest episode prompted me to go and listen to You Are. And for some reason, this song somehow didn't hit me, hit with me, though I must have heard it multiple times. This time I really listened. And wow, I even bought Riot Act the day it was released. I'm a moron. Now I'm praying for them to play it live, even though the chances seem to be slim. Uh, I mean, I would love to see you are like, oh hell yes i mean we talked about it last yeah. week but um she goes on to say i've written in before declaring my my stone love and finally i have tickets to see pearl jam in both london and amsterdam i am beside myself finally gonna get in that stone zone <laughs> damn right <laughs> yeah. uh i hope for all of you north americans that the rumors are true and you get a north american tour she obviously wrote this a few days ago sure uh, who knows? I'm on a roll, so I might try to get tickets for a show there. I mean, uh, if you do, St. Louis, Nashville, um, come on, come on out. Yeah, uh, I'm going. I'm going solo to London and Amsterdam. So if you know of anyone who's going to those shows who wants to indulge in some GA line shenanigans, you can pass on my email. Yeah, anyone going to London or Amsterdam, and you want to hook up with some single podcast theory listeners. 
let us know. We'll try and we'll make the connection happen. We'll, yeah, we'll get you hooked up. Uh, anyway, thanks again for your podcast and a huge thanks for giving us all a fix, even when life is throwing shit at you. Uh, just know anyone who gives you shit for a small hiatus or even a long hiatus doesn't need an explanation from you guys. Fuck them. Thank you, Claire. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a little shout out to last week's. Um, what would you call that? I kind of exploded at the listeners and said, fuck them. Oh, but jokingly, yes. Totally okay. jokingly, of course. Cool. <laughs> I just want to make sure your your sarcasm was. Yeah, going I across thought it. we were. Yeah, I thought we were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you if you uh, just cut all that out, don't you know? Never. Never. <laughs> never. I love I love the listeners. I would never say fuck them. Of course not. I'm like that's it was sarcastic. Thanks, Claire. Uh, thanks, Claire Millar Miller oh, Miller. How do you say it? Just you How know you what need? you know what you need you need the confidence to just pick a fucking pronunciation on yeah. people's names and just go for it, dude. Well, no, just good dig in, and even when they shoot. say, "Hey, it's like this," you just stick right. with your original take. That's what you do. I like Malar, Claire Malar. I think it sounds pretty fancy. I Malar. like you, Claire. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see. Who's next? Tom. Let's see here. Uh, it says, "Hey, Bratterinos, have we had that yet? Surely we've." I don't had think that. so. Yeah, but you wait. You you didn't pronounce the N, huh? All right, like Inyo. Inyos, Bratterinos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you gonna teach a uh, Rosetta Stone yeah. on um, Spanglish? Yes. A, a, is he is that is he from is that Sweden? Swedish? Where's Holland? The uh, Netherlands is that considered Sweden? Or no? Am I totally off? Man, you, <laughs> Am you I? need to just you know what you need to do. And I listen get, to me. I'm a I'm a dumb dumb too. Get one of those map things. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Holland is not in Sweden. It's like a totally t- different thing. Holland and Sweden are different things. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> it's know. It's okay, I man. Know, I just I, think it's <laughs> the way you said it. I think that's fun. But uh, but what I'm getting at is like. It's not. He's not in Spain. No, doesn't. No, okay. does not seem to okay. be. <laughs> no, right. there's been no indication of Spain. But Bradarinos, wouldn't that be the Spanish pronunciation? Right. Yeah. Spanish. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought was interesting. That a Swede would be calling us from a Spanish perspective. Well, uh, yeah. You, <laughs> I, I dig it, man. I dig what you find interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay, here we go. Uh, he says, "Hi, Bradder. I can't even do it. Uh, it's Tom again from Holland, Netherlands, Roermond. Uh Let's see. After listening to your last podcast, I can wait. Any, I cannot wait anymore until the U.S. 2020 tour is announced. Like I told you before, I'm gonna be there. It's a lifelong dream for me to see Pearl Jam in the U.S. So 2020 is gonna be the year. If everything works out, I'm going." Uh, for two LA shows but before that I'm going to fly to Seattle to explore the city and go on a pilgrimage my best friend who unfortunately died 10 years ago told me at a Pearl Jam concert that she and I would visit the US someday to see Pearl Jam live in her honor I'm going there alone for the first uh, uh, first time USA for me makes me nervous already but I hope I get to meet new people who might come along with me 
don't know if you or any of your listeners can give me some advice on Seattle or L.A., except all the Pearl Jam-related stuff, of course. Let's see here. Oh, not finished yet. I heard you mention Janan when you talked about the Euro tour. It's so amazing through your podcast. I'm also in touch with her. We actually talked about meeting each other somewhere in Europe. Unfortunately, it's not happening, but still, it's amazing what a mutual passion can do. I really feel that I've made a few new friends, and it would be great to meet you all somewhere on the road in 2020 or anytime. I'm happy to say I'm going to six shows next summer in Europe. Hell yeah. Yeah, um, that's amazing. <laughs> before you think I'm really rich and all, I'm not. <laughs> but since 2012, I started to save Pearl Jam money so that I don't get in trouble paying my written bills. Lastly, my girlfriend Maggie totally supports me in this saying, if you can go, go. Life could be over tomorrow. Man, I feel so blessed. Uh, have a great day, and I'll keep rocking everywhere in the world. Thanks, Tom. Man, thank you, Tom. That's feeling the excitement about the yeah, shows. Dude. Yes, I, I gotta say, I can totally relate. Uh, I love hearing him say that his girlfriend totally supports him. Um, yeah, you got that because my my wife is like, just go, just buy the tickets and go. You know, and it's yeah. really. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to brag, but it's really nice uh, because I will say she she wasn't always like that. Like er, in the early years. Uh, it was a lot harder to go to get these away. Things. Yeah. Well, that was back <laughs> so, when she liked you, <clears throat> right? That's <laughs> yes, exactly. Now she's like, go get the fleece. It costs how get much? Out. Okay, oh, go. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the trade-off. Is whatever I uh, spend, she gets to spend on Amazon. Oh, so for, that's a little. Yeah, that's the little tit for tat. Mm-hmm. That's uh-huh. the that's the the situation. It's great so that you guys got it worked it. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> some good some good marriage communication there, my friend. Yes. Yeah, it only took, you know, 20 years. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, now you have it all figured out, right? Right. Yeah, of course. Uh, thanks again, Tom. Who you got yes, next? Uh, Karen. Hi, guys. So glad to have you back. Love the episode on You Are. You Are... So right that this is a great song. Agree, agree, agree. Just wanted to say I loved when you played the song and did a little commentary over it. It really helps to hear what you're talking about. I also loved when Lyons got his guitar and broke down the guitar parts. Impressive and interesting. Nice work. I totally agree. You should pull your guitar out right now and play us some. That's too far away. Uh, Yeah. You You keep me strong rolling along with you, Karen. Thanks, Karen. Good to hear from you again. Uh, let's see here. Next up, uh, Paul number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, another, Paul Bevis. Another, another Aussie? Do they, is that what they call themselves? Aussies or Aussies? Uh, that's a good question. Or do is it just we call them that? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that they refer to themselves that way. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's see here title says uh those sneaky fuckers hey blaze lions it's been a long time but i wanted to write in to virtually give you two a huge hug explosion over the exciting news regarding the new album i can't believe we are so close to new music that's the whole fucking thing i'm gonna save it because that's what all all we're going to talk about today but uh not only is it a tour announcement but it's also yes. a new fucking record. Yeah. It makes my head want to explode. And for us, like for us and for the show, 
this is the first time we'll have like a brand new album. I know, man. To to mess with. Yeah. And I think we're going to be we real might, busy this year. Yeah. I think we might be talking about it here in a second, but like what are, I mean, we don't even we just need to yeah, go let's, on. Yeah, we'll get there in but. a minute. Uh, <laughs> this is uh but I have to say even though it's been 24 years since Lightning Bolt, I did not see this coming. <laughs> yes, there were rumors, but the uh whenever the boys were in an interview, they were like, "We're working on it. We've written a few songs, etc." But to have a finished product, man, I love these guys. I've been yeah, around. Dude, yeah. I was just gonna say real quick, I totally agree with him. I did I saw the tour coming because we've been talking about it and we you know, being being that we're people who know people, we knew there was a tour coming. Right. But I did not I did not see the finished album coming Me, at the same no, time. No. Nope. Fucking awesome. Yeah. And it was that well, okay, we'll talk about it. Yeah, uh, let's see here. <laughs> Can you tell we're excited? <laughs> a little bit. I've been in the holidays recently hanging out with my new six-week-old boy, Asher, so I haven't had the time to stop and listen to the podcast since the singles episode, so I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, see. Oh, also, I had so much fun driving into the city to find the Gigaton poster moving, uh, moving poster with my four-year-old son, Elliot. I felt like a little kid, and I think Elliot fed off that energy, too. On the drive-in, we cranked Breaker Fall, State of Love and Trust, all night in evacuation. I don't get the negativity online about the scavenger hunt. Why shit on something uh, that other people enjoyed? Anyway, bring Mm -hmm. on the new album. I wonder if there will be uh, a new entry in my personal top ten amongst the new Mm. set of songs. What a sexy thought. It is a sexy, sexy thought. Oh, man, that... You saying that creeped me out. Uh, hey, uh, well, where am I? I can't wait to get off to Gigatron. Go on. Uh, he says, oh, man. That was weird. It wasn't even that funny. Just anyway. Uh, hey, did you guys see I'm the face of the Facebook 10 Club page now? Bah, see you on the flip side, Bev. He took a picture of him son, of himself, and his just the cutest little kid you've ever seen I'm at sure. one of the, the scavenger hunt locations. And the, the guy who runs the uh, Facebook page. 10 club page put him that picture up as the like header of the page oh cool yeah it's really cool i'm like oh i know him like of all the people on facebook i'm like i know that dude nice it was pretty cool to to see see, how to see him hell yeah well thanks for writing in man yeah thanks dude all right one more paul (sighs) and we're done one more paul number three paul Maisie. uh sup brad's Happy day, Gigaton. How do you say it? Gigaton? Gigaton? Gigaton. Like a Gigaton. Yeah, it's just a ton. Yeah. Gigaton announced today. Happy to see you're getting a Nashville show. I chose Denver. It's quite a drive. I saw them there in 2014. 14 hours, but totally worth it. I'm on my A game this go around and had everything ready for the 10 club tickets. GA, here I come. Well, good luck, Paul. Uh, your treatment of you are was superb. The gold standard in Pearl Jam song discussions. I love Brad breaking down the different guitar parts again with the guitar, dude. Yeah, that was BA. Keep that shit up, pony boy. <laughs> so what's the? <laughs> and here's what I was gonna say a minute ago. So what's the game plan for the show? Because I hadn't even thought of this stuff. What's the game plan for the show? 
our show, in regards to Gigaton. It's the new album since the show started. This would be fun. Uh, you guys and all of us listeners listen one time and then write down initial impressions, then continue listening, of course. Then there's a show of initial takes of Gigaton. That's my idea. I'm sure you guys will figure out a way to properly welcome the new album. And I'm looking forward to hearing your perspective. I haven't written in a while, so I love Eddie Vedder with the doors. Last Kiss is <laughs> decent, but overplayed. There. Now we're all cut, caught up. Keep on rocking in the free world. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, thanks, Paul. Uh, I hadn't even thought about how to tackle Gigaton on single podcast theory. Yeah, no, so we need to have a uh, brainstorming <laughs> session discussion. for sure. So can I, and can I just say uh, side note? Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Side note. Can you hear my wife and daughter talking in the background? Kind of. A little bit. Or no. Okay. Because <laughs> I just not thought it was funny. Crazy, that but... Before they were talking very loud and then all the technical stuff happened. So I went out there and was like, can you just, just a little, just keep it down a little bit. Right. And mm-hmm. then they were all mad at me. Oh. But then my wife went to bed. So all that time that me and you were trying to figure out. And now the they're internet, back up. And now they're back up and they're talking while we're recording. So, man, you're going to have to put that woman in her place. <laughs> put her in check. Uh, so anyway, that's all. <laughs> Sorry if you can hear them, them talking. In the You've background. got a house taken over by women. <laughs> Who wears the pants in that house? I wear no self-respect. And man <laughs> is going to be told what to do by a woman. <laughs> This is 2020, goddammit. <laughs> That's the people that live about 30 mi- miles outside of the city I live in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, they live next door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you're all up in it. You're all yeah. up in the, mm-hmm. the, the old southern misogyny oh, yeah. and racism. and. Mm. Yeah, dude. All right, can we? Are, all right, all right. So, yes, thank you guys for your emails. I'm like all over the yes. place because I want to talk about. I know, this. dude. It's kind of crazy. If you'd like to email the show, singlepodcasttheory at gmail is the email address. You can say hey on the social media, and if you would like to support the show, um, which we had two more people sign up this week, I believe, right? Brian? We did. Was it two? We did. Very cool. Yeah, for uh, Patreon, you can go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash single podcast theory for all of that information. And uh, who are our new patrons? Uh, Ryan Morden. I think I'm saying that right. Thanks, Ryan. And Pete Brown. Thanks, Ryan and Pete. Thank you so much, Ryan and Pete. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate it, yeah. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I want to say something that I'm stealing. I'm straight up stealing from Clint and Ethan over at Metal Up Your Podcast. But it, it, Clint, I think it was Clint, mentioned this on their one of their latest episodes about Patreon. Um, we get people that come on for a few weeks and then go back off or come on for a few months and go off and come back or stay away. And we appreciate every bit of support that people get give us. And if you have to get off, that's that's great, too. We're just happy that you were on the Patreon train. Um, don't ever feel bad about 
that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Good. Well said. If you uh, need to pull your support or just back off for a little bit or whatever. Um, oh, my God, we do the not phone rang. Take, I, was that your phone? Yeah, it's the oh, landline finally, is ringing. Finally, it wasn't me making noise in the background. It's probably my wife calling to make noise. Probably. <laughs> Can I turn this off? Um, All right. Motherfuckers, here we go. Mm, what are we gonna yes. start with? We're we gonna start with the album. Talking about the album, the tour. Let's What's go, up? Let's go. Let's go back to Friday. Okay. Friday was um, supposed to be the newsletter, but instead of a newsletter, we got this cryptic website. I mean, it was PearlJam.com, but it was this cryptic thing with a map on it, with like little fire symbols on the map. And what they were telling you to do was to go to physically get out of your house and physically go to these locations on the map and then open your phone and using like Facebook or Instagram, there would be something to look at at these locations. And each location had like a mural um, with different artwork on it. And when you put your phone up to it, the camera, like the Instagram, I guess it's called Instagram lens or something, mm-hmm. Facebook lens. If you looked at these images, it would be a uh, alt, uh, what do you call it? Augmented, augmented reality. Right. Have you, have you seen, have you've seen these, haven't you? Or no, I know you're, I mean, I, I, clicked all the buttons and on mine like i didn't go anywhere i was just right sitting in my right. house but but um, you've seen like where it would be like a the album mural cover. yeah the album cover and then like but when you looked at it through your phone it would look like there was actually like clouds and and like water and just like weird different weird stuff That's it was cool. really cool i thought it was cool i thought it was really cool um this like interactive you know scavenger hunt sure yeah, I'm down with anything creative and kind of, uh, I don't know, off the beaten path. I mean, yeah. I see why people are like, why did you do that? I, I mean, well, actually, I don't I see get, it. I, I think get, it's cool. but um, I get why people are saying that. We're, we're all old and jaded, and we don't know how these <laughs> newfangled phones work. Sure. Yeah, but I'm like, sure that's like that Paul, has something like to do with Paul, it. Paul Beavis was saying he, he went and did it with his kid. Right, you know, yeah, and the, and it was a, it's like a, a cool thing Pokemon Go do. situation. Po- somebody called it Pokemon, Pokemon Pearl Jam. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, it's exactly what it was. Right. Uh, so that was Friday. Um. So okay, Monday, Monday we get the. Uh, oh, do you want to talk about just real quick? Sunday was again Clinton Ethan's third anniversary. Me and you got together in Nashville. Yeah, at their party. It was a good day. That was pretty awesome. Lots it's of fun. always nice to see you in the flesh, Brad B. Yeah. Oh, uh, you need to send me that picture of me because when I got out of my car, what what did you say? You saw me. You saw me through Clint's window, and you were very excited for a specific reason. Oh, because you were wearing jeans. <laughs> That's like me wearing shorts. Yes. Never happened. Yeah. So 
I was just, I don't know. I got, I got like su- super self-conscious that I was going to be around like my betters and I didn't, and I don't want to be wearing shorts. I don't, I don't which know Which is crazy means, because but... I, I never feel like that. Right. I'm always like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. You cleaned it up a little bit. I like it. Yeah. 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 So, <clears throat> but I just wanted to mention that cause that was, it was good seeing you cause I didn't think you were coming. Yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> so Monday, the big crazy announcement, new album, new tour, well, new U S tour dates. Right. So, um, lots of excitement, lots of social media posts. Uh, people were emailing us and, um, I know you were at work. I was actually off that day. So I was kind of manning Facebook. Right. Um, just going back and forth with people and trying some people trying to figure, I think Matt, um, Matt, who we met at Wrigley with Macy. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was, I think he was at work. Uh, and I, th- I think he's a teacher. Do you remember if he's I, a teacher? I can't remember. I think he's a teacher and he's like, dude, I'm in class, but like, what's up with the lottery? What's up with the tickets? Can we, can we do GA? What can, how does this work? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, figure it out as much as everyone else. Right. Um, but me and him were going back and forth and like someone else was asking about this and that. So I was like, man, Monday was crazy. And I was like, we talked about it, but I had the non alcohol hangover and my head was killing me. And I was on like, I got home at like four in the morning and then went to sleep and got up at like 10 and all this is going on and my head is like going to explode and I'm trying to figure out cause they're doing something different this year or this tour a little different. It's not the Pearl jam 10 club lottery. It's like they've partnered with Ticketmaster, mm-hmm. and it's basically the same as the lottery, but it's through Ticketmaster, So it looks totally different than what we've been used to with the normal, 10 club lottery, but like that wasn't apparent at first. And it looked like there was just going to be a Ticketmaster pre-sale. Right. Um, and then the email came in with the instructions for the 10 club pre-sale, right. Which is through Ticketmaster, but it's set up like the lottery has been forever. Right. So there was just a lot of, a lot of information and, well, and you can buy a single ticket now, right? Yes. I think that's the biggest difference is you can buy a single ticket instead of having to buy pairs. Right. I'm still going um, for pairs, but that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I think they said the other big difference is like usually you would not find out your seat location until the day of the show when you got your tickets. That has changed apparently. Um, and it, People correct me if I'm wrong on any of this stuff because I'm still trying to figure it all out. But I think those were the the two biggest changes. So, am I totally making this up, or maybe I read it about a different band, or maybe this has been going on forever and I didn't know about it, which is totally possible. Uh, there's some sort of buyback thing to kind of oh, work against I, scalpers and stuff. I th- or, or uh, so, I it's something like you can. You can, through Ticketmaster, you can say, oh, for whatever reason, I I can't go now, right? I th- yeah, I think that And they'll is, take your ticket, yeah. and they'll charge, <clears throat> they'll open it back up somehow and charge the exact amount, and you'll get your money back, I think? 
I think so. Something yeah. like that. So something like that. Um, again, that's I got to go back and read through all this stuff. Yeah. Um, now I do know if if people I know in 2018 at Wrigley, a lot of people were using screenshots of tickets and uh, specifically <laughs> me and Kate right. used screenshots from those dudes from Boston that we met. Right. Um, that we bought our tickets from. Yes. This time they're using some new technology that says it updates the barcode every three seconds. So yeah. screenshots will not work. Right. Um, so just to get that out there, cause there's a lot of this stuff. I don't know if people know about. Yeah. You, can, oh you won't be doing screenshots this year. Dharma is Dharma is very upset. Very about upset about the screenshots. Screenshots. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's going to be interesting, but, um, you know, um, the whole ticket thing is, have you put in yet? Do you need my help? No, I need to do that tonight. Okay. We'll no, I think I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. Did you already do yours? Yes. Cool. Um, well, there's so much to talk about. I don't even like, We're, first of all, I'm fucking psyched to see I mean, I, I hope more people. I mean, that was, I think, my favorite part of Chicago, other than the actual show, of course. But, like, just getting to meet people and see people. Oh. And now there's people yeah. that I get to, you know, hopefully we'll get to see again um, yeah. that we saw in Chicago. It's going to be... Oh, and I think that just the sweetener on top is that there's going to be new music, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It's just kind of... Yeah. Um, that's going to be a really special thing. I mean, so I can't remember who mentioned it in the email. This will be the first record since the, to come out since we started this podcast. Right. And that's a big, yeah. I don't know. That's a big deal that's, to me. Yeah. You know what I mean, I didn't think about it that way until earlier when we got that email. I was like, that's, that is for us. Like personally, that's, and for the show, like that's, this is going to be a pretty special thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is pretty cool. And there's a lot of different ways we can go about it. I'm sure uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about it a lot. Yeah. But um, well, I can't wait to see how it affects the shows too, like how they're feeling about the material and how much how many songs off the record they're going to be throwing into the set list and mm-hmm. um, Well, when we were offline, I was I was on Instagram live and we were talking, someone was talking about that. Um, what do you think about, let me scroll down the tour starts in Toronto on March 18th, right? They got four dates in Canada and a couple, uh, no, they have four dates in Canada before the album comes out. Right. So that's going to be, do you think, do you think they're going to get new music? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. That me too. I think more than one song. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't think they would have <laughs> planned the dates like that and basically yeah. shafted half of their. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Half the shows. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. Those shows are going to be real interesting for like set light set list nerds. You know. Yeah. Because the album the album comes out March twenty seventh, and then they play in the the twenty eighth in in the U S. in Baltimore. Right. But those four dates, the week before the album comes out in Canada, 
you know i i those are gonna be some sought after bootlegs that's for sure yeah oh yeah i i feel like they're gonna play um dance of the clairvoyance is that what it's called i believe so that's the single they announced that's the first single uh should be coming out in the coming weeks is what they said right so i I have a feeling they'll be playing that in canada and then maybe one more new song do you think they'll keep it just down to a couple? Uh, man, I think so. Only because I'm just going by like when I saw them in Wrigley 2013, that was before Lightning Bolt came out. Mm-hmm. And they played they played Mind Your Manners for only the second time. And then they played Lightning Bolt for the first time live that night. And that was it. That was it. Moment. Oh no, they played uh they also played Future Days. So yeah, maybe we'll get maybe Canada will get a couple, two, three new songs. I bet between the four dates they'll get at least two, maybe three new songs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing's kind of been a, I mean, kind of a fake out in some ways from what I expected in the sense that they announced that European tour, and when they did that, I was like, well, no album. And if right. in the U.S. tour, sure, I'm sure that's coming, but that'll be after the fall, right? Um, and then when I heard April, my first uh, kind of inclination was, oh, 2021. So maybe, mm, yeah, maybe they're going to do festivals and doing Europe dates, and then they'll put out a record, and then 2021 will be like the tour for the record or something, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But they released those european dates that are further out than the u.s right, dates um, right which we had were, to have we been were talking like a, about that this weekend like it's it's just so weird well they you know like we talked about but just yeah in case the dates cust, uh, in case the uh, listeners are curious whatever but uh yeah i mean what probably happened is that they're playing really big festivals over there in europe and those people are like we're gonna start promoting like now I don't care if you've not released, you know, announced your record yet or U.S. tour dates that are going to be before yet or whatever. Like, they probably signed something that, you know... And then, of course, because they're doing big big festivals, they've kind of added some other shows that aren't festival shows just to make Mm -hmm. make it make sense or whatever. The promoters kind of, not in a bad way, but like forced their hand at the European tour announcement before well, the fall I, I tour. I think it sounds like they used it to their advantage, I think. Well, yeah. You know, because yeah. for me, I was like, okay, well, I already said it, but I've just, once they announced that European tour, I was like, all right, so things are going to take a little bit longer. And then mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. no, it's happening now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking maybe fall album, fall tour, Hopefully, right. like hoping for that, and right. then bang, we're getting a fucking spring tour, and they're coming to Nashville. Yeah, like, dude, that's that. I can't fucking get over. They're coming to Nashville. Like I've lived in this area. I've said it a million times for like fifteen, twenty years, and they've never they never come here. Yeah, you know. And I've gone to numerous shows at Bridgestone in Nashville, and now my band is coming to. I feel weird saying my town, but for. As far as concerts go, Nashville sure. is my town. Yeah, I get that. So it's insane. And we should say we are going. We will be at at Nashville April second. Yes. And 
I will be at St. Louis. Dude, I, I on Monday, when the tour officially <laughs> got like posted and you could see dates, I went straight to our shared work calendar and took off like the whole week. Okay, cool. I took well, I took off like when like Tuesday or Wednesday <laughs> through yeah, like Monday. The first through right. Okay. Um because so, I really want to go to St. This, Louis. Yeah. Is this our official announcement that we're both gonna be at both Nashville and St. Louis? Or are you still I'm, like mm, I, I mean ninety percent? I'm ninety percent. There's okay, a chance <laughs> that it, you know St. Louis could follow through for me for right. some reason work related yeah. maybe or something but yeah um my goal is for sure to to be able to and also to get to nashville like the day the day before and we right. can all do like meetups and get you know hopefully mm-hmm. it sounds like we were talking before we started recording that most of the podcast the pearl jam podcasts are going to be at the yes. nashville show yeah. so get you know kate jesse like you know randy Jay Farrar, yeah, yeah, like get all these <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers so far, together and yeah. hang out. So and, far, yeah, so far, Kate and Jesse and uh, John and Randy have reached out and said they're coming. Sweet. So hopefully, Brandon can make it. And the I don't know the Jamly Matters guys. <laughs> I hate saying that. Uh, nothing against them, but I just you this the name Jamley has been well documented on our show. So. <laughs> yeah, um, that's but true. I, I I have we have no ill will towards those guys. I I hope we. Yeah, get why to are you talking too. shit, man? I, <laughs> hey, man, why are you talking <laughs> I'm shit? To, I'm trying to start drama. Oh God, the dude. drama pumps up the ratings, doesn't it? Isn't yeah. that like we we need? Yeah, to, dude, like, let's fight. pump up the ratings. <laughs> You got to pump up those ratings. <laughs> we got to get our numbers up. Yeah. We need to get our down. We need to get a million downloads. I get, I get a lot of uh, emails from um, online podcast resources and uh, they always say you, you gotta, you gotta pump it up, man. Yeah. Well, it'll just be me in Nashville because Brad's dead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you all right? You good? Yeah. I'm great. Are you crying? Tears of joy? Oh, man. I love when you and Clint make fun of me. It's like the funniest thing. When Clint was making fun of me for watching Impractical Jokers. <laughs> it just and you laughing at him laughing at me yeah it Ooh. it just brings me so that's much a deep joy. lyric man <laughs> yeah that's what i was going for oh uh, god where, where were we okay nashville st louis pop fucking pearl jam podcast party in nashville i think nashville is gonna be like the big show you know what I mean? Right. For, 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 I know it is for us, you know, mm-hmm. and I think, uh, Jesse too, especially because of her love of, of Jack White. Right. Um, and there's going to be, dude, I think there's going to be buzz that maybe Jack will come out. Dude, that'd that be show. fucking amazing. That'd be amazing. It yeah. would be. <clears throat> so I think that's going to be a special show. 
So I can't, I can't wait. Okay. Is there anything else we want to say about the shows other than that? You know, we're we're super stoked. Uh, Mm. So what do you think the album is going to be like, man? I don't know, dude. It's, I don't say this. It's the, the dance of the clairvoyance is like very fucking intriguing to me (laughs) because to me, that sounds like a fucking dream theater song or rush. We didn't even talk about Neil Peart. Do you want to go? Do you want to talk about Neil real quick? Sure. Uh, But just that dance of the clairvoyance, man. (laughs) It's talking about, uh, talk about rush. If we can get, get heavy for a minute. I was fucking crushed when I heard that Neil Peart died uh, yeah. last week. Um, I'll, I'll never pronounce his name that way, by the way. <laughs> I refuse. Neil Peart? I refuse. Pa- what is it? Pa- Peart? <laughs> no. Sid, I told you not to eat Mr. Peart's sandwich. It's just Peart. You sure that it's not Peart? I think he would know. Are you sure? Because we're pretty big fans. Chill, man. Chill, man. Look, guys, it's been a long night. Oh, tote, tote, tote. No, I think I used I used to always call him Pert Neil Pert, but I would I never knew for sure what it was until um, I heard someone talk about it. I think Eddie Trunk finally schooled me on it. But yeah, dude, um, being like 12, 13 years old and being pretty much you know feeling like a loser and a nerd, and being into music and into drums and wanting to play the drums to discover Rush at that point in my life was just like, you know, a fucking, what do you call it? Like a revelation, right? you know? Yeah. And <clears throat> I liked the music, but when I listen to Rush, I'm listening to Neil play the drums, you know? Sure. That's what I would focus on. And the dude was just a huge musical influence and hero in my life. So... Just to hear that he passed away was really, really crushing. And it was such a surprise. Yeah. Uh, Because I had heard one of the reasons he retired was like he was, you know, he's an older dude. You know, he's in his 60s. And, you know, it's I think it's physically harder on a drummer than guitar players. Mm -hmm. Um, And the stuff that they're playing you know sure so that's why he was like i'm done i'm over it and so but nobody knew that he had cancer he had brain cancer right and that it was just like boom super huge surprise that he passed and i was just i mean it's still kind of reeling from it you know i don't know i know you're not a huge rush fan but i know you have total respect for those dudes and for that, for him as a drummer. Oh, absolutely. Both. Yeah. The band and, um, him as a drummer. And I think he seemed like a really thoughtful down to earth person too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I could be wrong about that. I mean, I don't know him or didn't know. I mean, if you watch, uh, there's, there's a bunch of different documentaries, but like the best one is rush beyond the lightest stage. Um, that goes through their whole. That was that most recent career. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think. Well, I th- I want to say there's another one. There's another documentary that came out that was about the final tour, but that was more 
specific to this last tour. But Beyond the Lightest Stage is like the definitive. Yeah, it's got to be Rush the one I'm documentary. thinking of. Uh, I know yeah, I, yeah. And I watched that, you know, as a not a Rush fan. Like I don't hate right. them or anything, or like right. I get it. Um, and I thought for about twelve hours after watching that documentary, I was like, "Ma, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a Rush fan." And it didn't right. take, but um, I definitely <laughs> yeah. I already respected them. But he was kind of a a bright spot for me uh, watching that documentary mm-hmm. because yeah. I just realized I didn't really know anything about him. And, of course, I knew yeah. he was an insane, iconic, legendary drummer. But, um, yeah. yeah, man, it's definitely, it's definitely sad when a talent like that has to go you know, quote unquote before, before right. their time, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. R.I.P. <clears throat> yeah. So, well, I'm glad we talked about that because that was a, it, in the midst of all, cause this happened when we found out was the 10th. Right. So all day I'm going back and forth with people about this digital uh, scavenger hunt and like it's happening you know all capitals it's happening um just having a fun old time trying to figure all this stuff out and reading posts and then i see that mm-hmm. and it just like stopped me dead in my tracks and i was done with pearl jam for a little while right and all i did was watch solo after solo after solo after tom sawyer off after spirit of radio you know uh, on YouTube, sure. And it just kind of like it was a weird. It, it was a weird day because of that. Because it was there was so much fun and anticipation and all this Pearl Jam stuff, and then we get that news and, and it's a just huge like, bummer. Ooh. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, I mean, even if you're not into Rush, just go listen. Just YouTube Neil Peart drum solo and watch some of his fucking ten minute. Because they're like pieces of music. It's not just. Like, you know, rock and roll drum solo. You know what I mean? It's like he is playing like, mm, I don't know how you even, I don't know how to say it. But there's these like epic 10-minute drum solos that sound like actual songs rather than just a dude playing like a five-piece drum set. Right. So, anyway. Little compositions. Mm Mm-hmm. But, all right, enough of that. Dance of the Clairvoyance. It sounds like, you know, wizards and dragons and... Yeah, know, I'm just trying to chicken. relate, you know, <laughs> that that uh, that cover <clears throat> art. Um, kind of that ice sheet glacier picture um, with all that right. water dumping off of it. Um, so, it's, I mean, I would imagine... I mean, that's already, I think, kind of... I mean... That's a political statement, right? Or oh, a cultural yeah. statement, um, at least, right. if not political. So, I mean, that's kind of a clue into, or it could be a clue into the vibe of this record. Um, I'm that title. It's that that just intrigues me. What a weird Pearl Jam song title. Album title. No, I'm talking about Dance of the Clairvoyance. Oh, Dance of the Clairvoyance. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, it is very weird. And it just kind of... I, I'm just wondering what 
I can't wait to find out what that song's about and what yeah. what that lyric actually represents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I know, well, and they they posted they posted this little nugget. It said, "Did you know a gigaton is what scientists use to measure the loss of ice from Earth's largest ice sheets in Greenland and Antarctica? This weight is equivalent to over one hundred million elephants or six million blue whales." So, in yeah, so they're they are they're coming out swinging with the you know save the planet kind of stuff, right? Which is which is great, which is not shocking, right? For me, I mean, there's no way that they're not going to tackle something on this record, right? And as time went on, as we get further and further away from Lightning Bolt, it was just like, well, Jesus. I mean, just knowing them, whether you agree with them or not, like this, like which thing are they going to write about? You know what I mean? It seems like there's so much right. that they could write about, and right, um, is this a representative of of the whole record? I mean, that's one of the things mm-hmm. too is that I know unless you've a Pearl Jam, unless you're a Pearl Jam fan that's been living underneath a rock, we've all read this. It's all part of the same press release that everyone's been. Um, yeah, printing or whatever, but Mike, where'd it go? Here we go. When he says, uh, um, yeah, his, his quote, I, I read this a few times and I'm like, Ooh, well, and you what know, is gonna, what is this album? Gonna I don't be? mean that it's fake, <laughs> but like, you know, these kind no, of press no. release things are quote, I mean, not scripted, but, um, you know, well, whatever's I mean, there is there for a reason. I feel like yeah. in, in, in what I know about these kind of things and promoting a record and all that kind of stuff but uh the quote is making this record was a long journey it was emotionally dark and confusing at times but also an exciting and and experimental roadmap to musical redemption collaborating with my bandmates on gigaton ultimately gave me greater love awareness and knowledge of the need for human connection in these times so uh i mean it was emotionally dark and confusing at times. This, yeah, this is like, a lot to unpack. You know, and you can read into those things so much. And mm-hmm. I try absolutely not to do that. I mean, yeah. you know, your first thought is like, "Oh, they're fighting. Someone right. doesn't want right. to be in Pearl Jam anymore." Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but it could just be that you, they all are writing about something that you know upsets them, and they find dark, mm-hmm. and you know. I don't I don't know what's in Mike's head. I don't know it's um I know what it's like to be in a band, but I don't know what it's like to be in a band like Pearl Jam. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because this is bigger. It's a it's a uh there's a lot of moving parts to this band. You know? Yeah, for real. I mean each we've talked about it a million times, but each one of these mm-hmm. band members is a is a uh I don't know, a a personality all their own yeah like big enough to carry a band themselves you know what i'm saying right Mm -hmm. i just i want to know and then using words like experimental like i want to know what that means and they're using a new producer that most of his credits are engineering credits from what i can i was going to ask you to talk about him if you know anything about him i don't know shit other than other than that, he's in the camp as far as like he's you know he engineered sound some Soundgarden stuff, Chris Cornell solo stuff. Um, I can't remember what else he's connected to, but he's he's at least dipped into that whole kind of crew. 
Okay, because I did not recognize the name. I didn't either. I had to look it up. Uh, and I was curious if do we go back to my my thing about if I was Brendan O'Brien that I would be extremely offended that they didn't choose me to produce this album. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's that's, producers that's how, that, that's that's how do that, but you're kind of a dumb dumb if you do that. Like, right. good luck oh, getting more I work. You me. Oh, you're definitely a dumb dumb, but right. <laughs> but I am too, so it's fine. Yeah. No, you're no, dude. Let's. Yeah, just uh, an experimental roadmap to re- musical redemption. That. Um. Uh, next to the first single is called "Dance of the Clairvoyance." Yeah, is very intriguing to me. Like, like, is this gonna be like? Is this gonna be their uh? Their answer to Tool, uh, Fear Inoculum. Like every song is I mean, be like 10 minutes long. That and- statement does lead me to believe that it's very possible that some people are going to think this album's a real turd. Right. Yeah. I don't, I, it, it feels like we're not going to get a, whatever a normal Pearl Jam record would be, whatever that yeah. means. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, we might not be getting that. Which for me personally, fucking bring it on. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm, I love yeah. hearing my bands that I love it's, like change yeah, something, yeah, figure shit out. Yeah, because if you want to hear No Code, go listen to No Code. If you want right. to hear Ten, go listen to Ten. Right. Like we're doing this though. Like we're doing this weird experimental thing today. And if you like our old shit, go check it out. That's awesome. But this is something different. And I'm like, I'm psyched. I'm super psyched. Um, and I, I mean, I hope it is completely weird and different. You yeah. know? Yeah. Because I don't need another, I don't need another lightning bolt. I like lightning bolt. Yeah, you know? for sure. And I'll, if I want to hear that, I'll listen to it. But I don't know. I, um, I absolutely love this cover art. I do too. I mean, it's such a cool picture, it's, and I like the design um, with the red, um, mm-hmm. like the heartbeat thing, and I'm right. assuming that's what it is. But <clears throat> we were talking earlier on Instagram while we were offline, and I think Amanda came up with. She said it would be a cool tattoo if you did single podcast theory in that cursive font in the middle of those heartbeat lines. Oh yeah, yeah. That would be cool. So I'm like, ooh, I ooh. might I might I might do that. Oh, dude. March thirty first, Nashville. Get Single go get podcast a theory. Single podcast theory tattoos. I got a friend that owns a tattoo parlor there. A tattoo shop. Really? Yeah. Which one? Uh, I can't remember the name of the shop. <laughs> Cut that out. He need it or drop it in. Because that's awful. I want to What's give awful? this dude some. I want to give this dude some free advertising, and you're oh. like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know the name of it." Well, I, I mean, I've never been there. I don't know. I know him from. Uh, <clears throat> What's he's, his he's name? a drummer. Can we, can we... His name's okay. Doy. Doy. Oh, you've told D O Y. You told me about. I must have heard that name from you before. Probably. He's yeah. He's a drummer. Name. Been out on the road right, with cool. him. Before. He owns a shop, or he works at like at one. Oh, he owns one. I wish I knew that. Yeah. No, I'll does find it, out is, the name of the shop. Does, is this a stupid question? Does he 
do art? Does he do tattoos also? Or does he just own the place? I think he just owns the place. I don't think he's, I don't think he's an artist. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Let me know where he is because I'll definitely, you know, look up his, his artist stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do that March 31st, April 1st, whatever it's going to be. I'm not getting that tattoo. I'll go with you though. (laughs) Will you get a single podcast theory tattoo? Like no, man, I'm pretty picky about. I've been. Th- I've, I've only I, got one, and I still got to finish the one I have. You know what I mean? You only have the one tattoo. I mm-hmm. thought you had a couple. Nope. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I I'm really partial to the um, what do you call that? The 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 um. <laughs> wow. The real, the real, <laughs> the real. That's on the logo. Like the real to real. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I was like, "What are that you talking symbol. about?" The- <laughs> okay, I thought we were back on Pearl Jam album for a minute. <laughs> no, no, sorry. The, our our single podcast theory logo has the like tape reel, right? And I was thinking of get, getting just that. Yeah, but I kind of like the the new out al- the Gigatron album cover logo. Gigatron. Yeah. God, now I'm gonna say that on accident. Yes. Gigatron. Um, no, but the uh, Dance of the Clairvoyance single art is pretty badass, too. I don't know if you if you saw that. If you go to the pre-order page of the album, you can also get the the single. Oh, it was a seven inch, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't see the, the artwork. artwork. Oh, dude, it's fucking badass. It's like, uh, what do you call that? Uh... I can't remember now. I'm not even going to try. Let's see here. But it's... uh, What is that called? It's like up in Alaska. The something lights. Oh, the northern lights? The Aurora Borealis? Uh, Yeah, Aurora Borealis. I I think that's what that's from. Let me see here. This is great podcasting right here by the way yes All this dead we're time. looking at pictures uh i i'm Boreal. not easily finding what you're talking about so i'm gonna move on but okay where were we oh what uh, we think the album talking about the like. album yeah yeah it's i wonder if it's gonna be dark i wonder if it's gonna be a dark record because they mm. you know not necessarily with subject matter but i feel like you know starting with with avocado into backspacer into into Lightning bolt, like, what's the word for? I still don't know the word for the kind of rock that they kind of moved into. Does that make sense? It's but it's like almost a little bit more like upbeat. Or... Um, yeah, maybe maybe in some ways more contemporary with some of like mm. Eddie's solo type songs on some yeah. of those records, but I don't know. I just wonder. If we're gonna get some like mid tempo, darker shit on this record, I, well, yeah. I just wonder how they're gonna portray, um, you know, how they feel about what's going on, yeah. just in the world well, right I, now. I that I read into the uh, the awareness and knowledge of the need for human connection in these times. I read into that the whole you know, temperature of this country right now is pretty fucked up with, with 
Trump being as divisive as he is, you know? And I feel like a lot of people are wanting Eddie and Pearl Jam to come out with a super hardcore political bent to this new album. Because, God, I don't know how many times I've heard, it's an election year, it's an election year, it's an election year, they're going to tour, they're going to put on an album because it's an election year. And I just feel like reading into that knowledge of the need for human connection in these times is that this album is not going to be point blank at Trump or the white house. It's going to be very like, uh, non-specific, but still addressing the fact that we need human connection and, you know, love. Well, and that's the whole thing is like, so in response to what they're feeling and and how they're writing, is that, is that going to be something that that's going to have a more positive bent because, um, Mm. They're they're trying to stay out of the the noise and the because that's the yeah. thing, man. Is like I get what you're you're making, a, you know, a uh, yes for for someone that thinks the way that I think, the worldview that I have. Trump is a huge problem, right? But he's not right. the problem, right? Like right. all this shit that's going on right now is is, and I don't want to get into it. I'm just saying that. Right. Um, these these things were all cooking before he got into office. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, the left's getting pretty cr- got pretty crazy there for a while. Mm-hmm. A little yeah. stupid, a little whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know, we know what's going on with the right every day too because it's in our faces all the time. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. I think. I think they might choose the route, and they're not wrong if they don't go this way, obviously. I'm not making any prescriptions on right. what I think they should do or feel or whatever, but I could see them going like the opposite direction as far as sound and feel and stuff being dark. Yeah. And uh, there's always a good, you know, a good like pendulum type, you know, mid tempo, dark kind of thing. There's usually yeah. at least one on every album or whatever, sure, but yeah. it'll just be interesting interesting to see how they have internalized it and kind of mm-hmm. digested over the last how long has it been? <clears throat> seven years, six years, seven years since the record? Somebody said somebody said twenty four. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh no, Lightning Bolt came out in twenty thirteen, like yeah. in June or July, like summer. It was in the summer, I think. yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so what is this? 20, 2020, fuck. Oh, it doesn't what, matter what exactly. Six, Around six years, yeah. Six and, six and a half six years. Six and some change, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just can't wait to hear, because it's a chance to hear what's been going on in their heads over the last mm-hmm. however long, you know? And I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that. I want to... Yeah. Uh, that's why they're one of my favorite bands, and one of my favorite groups of artists is I like yeah. how they see things and then how they digest it and, and what they make out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So God, I hope it's not a turd. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a turd. I don't think it. Has they don't, turd. I mean, they, they, you know, they're 10 for 10. Now, do I love every album as much as the next? No. Oh, of course not. But I, I, we've said it a million times. We love every album. 
Yeah, I don't think there's a stinker, man. Yeah. I just don't. <clears throat> so it's going to be interesting. Can I read something that Eddie's wife, Jill, posted? Yeah, I was going to do the same thing. Look at that. Were you really? Hey. <laughs> you tomorrow on our uh, Instagram well, page? Do you want to do it? Yeah. No, if you got it up, read it. Yep. All right. So excited for this. These five guys collaborating and working together as a team and a band is how it all happens. The mutual love and respect they have for each other is admirable, true, and a bond that cannot be broken. It's all of them. One can't do it without the others. They are so lucky to be surrounded by a trusting, longtime loyal team. I am grateful I am grateful to be able to sit back and watch them do what makes them happy and what will ultimately be a gift for all of us. Yeah, man. Pretty cool to hear one of the band members' wives talking in that way. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm, I wonder who the main writers are. I wonder if Mike kind of mm. took the lead on writing this one. Yeah. Is it it's interesting that there's no quotes from anybody else. Right. It's just from Mike. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if that's a, you know, like you said, a decision that like, well, Mike was kind of in charge this time. Let's let him say something. Right. But I don't know. It's, uh, man, it's, it's exciting. <laughs> it's just like, it's so cool to, to the, the anticipation of all this and the shows. And we're going to get to see people, um so I'm I'm excited. I can't wait, dude. I know you are. Oh, can I read something? Okay. Uh let me ask you. Is is this going to be out like tomorrow? I'm going to try and get it out t- tonight, so. Okay, because the I'm sure everyone has read up on buying tickets. If you're listening to this and it's Wednesday, you have until like midnight in Seattle tonight. Wednesday night to get your choices and your picks in for shows. So I want to read something that Dimitri from Facebook and the forum, he's, he's like a huge uh, Pearl Jam fan and he's kind of inside, but he was, he was writing about like your chances and tickets. So I'm going to read this just to give people a take on how to, put in for your tickets. Does that all make sense? Yep. Yep. Um, All right. I had the chance to check the whole odds at every show. So they have way more 10 club tickets this time. As it seems, no one will be left out. It's simple. Go for the best available or seated, and you will score all the shows you enter because seated has 99% to all venues. The seats seats are located with seniority. So based on how many years you remember, you get better seats. If you go GA only, especially in the Northeast your sh- uh, shows, your chances are limited. So in other words, if you want only GA, you're taking a risk at not scoring tickets. If you want only seated, you will score and you will be in the building. So if you go for best available, you have a chance for GA. And if you're lucky, you'll get GA if you don't get seats. So what he's saying is <clears throat> if you put in for best available, you're going to get a ticket to these shows. Right. If you're real lucky, you'll get GA, but if not, you'll still get a seat, a seated seat ticket. Mm-hmm. If you put in only for GA, 
you're kind of 50 50 that you're going to get it. And if you don't get it, then you don't even get a seat, a right. seated seat. So does that make us, does that all make sense? Yep. So go for in the 10 club presale, which is like the lottery, go for best available and you'll get in. Yeah. Oh boy. Does that make sense? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, the safe bet is Good. best available. The safe bet is best available. Yep. Uh, and like I said, you have until midnight, Wednesday night in Seattle, which is what, 2 a.m. here in the central time zone? Right. <clears throat> so, but uh, I mean, I've said it a million times. Me and you went to Wrigley. I don't think we had but one ticket. And we needed four. Yeah. We needed two for each night. And we had we had one. And we got there. And night one, we got in. You had your ticket. Mm-hmm. But we got in like, as the doors were opening. Yeah, Ruben. <laughs> what did he say? He said that St. Louis is not that far of a drive, but he's real lazy, so he might not come. <laughs> <laughs> so, that. But I know. I'm like, dude, come on. Ruben, get your but ass I think, over there. Um, He's 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 banking on the fall tour is going to hit Chicago, and I'm I I got a good feeling he's right, but uh, yeah. But anyway, but we Sorry. what I was saying is that we got into I got into night one Wrigley like five minutes before doors opened. Uh, tickets there's always going to be tickets people with extra tickets uh, if you're willing to keep up with like Facebook and Twitter and just keep on putting feelers out there for tickets and talk to people in line. And cause there's going to be people around Broadway in Nashville, like all day. Oh yeah. That's if you don't get tickets in the next week. So right. anyway, uh, yeah, I think we're kind of wrapping this up. Yeah, for sure. I well, we probably missed, missed a lot of stuff, but uh, super well, excited you know, about all this. And the uh, whole thing is going to be a process. We'll have yeah, plenty of opportunities, plenty of opportunities to talk about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I'm psyched, man. I'm glad the uh, technical difficulties resolved themselves and we finished the episode. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about that. No. Um, we've got about halfway through emails and everything shut down, and we didn't talk to each other for about an hour. We texted a couple times trying to figure it out, and while that was happening, I went on Instagram Live and talked to I, I talked to the people. The peeps and had a, had a fun old time. Amanda was helping me out. Uh, well, I'm glad so you had fun. We were talking. We were talking about you. Well, I was restarting dogs. routers and modems. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, <laughs> we'll be back this next weekend or next week, I guess. And uh, oh, can I say something real quick? Uh-huh. Any Tool fans in Nashville? They're playing on Wednesday, January 29th. Tickets are still available. Up in the nosebleeds. That's my birthday. I think there's some. Th- is it, dude? Yeah. You gotta. You should come up. Uh, uh, I don't. Maybe we'll talk about. It. All right, dude. But yeah, I'm going. <laughs> and Brad Lyons might be going. So that's like two weeks from today. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, two yeah. weeks from today, Tools playing Nashville. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Even if you kind of don't like them, come out and. See me. <laughs> there you go. Come say hi. Give Brad Come B a hug. Hi. Brad Lines will be there. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, uh, but all yeah. right. Cool. We good? 
We're good. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Brad Lyons. And I'm Brad Blazik saying your lies are sick and vile. You can't deny me. I died and you watched. I died and you watched. I died and you watched. Oh, God, I can't wait. I know, dude. I'm so fucking excited. It's going to be a fucking jam. It's going to be a Pearl Jam. <laughs> oh, God. I just came up with that. Did you like that? It's going to be a jam. <laughs> a Pearl Jam. <laughs> you you already turned the thing off, right? We're not no, I had my finger on the space button. <laughs> I said, I'm going to hold on one second. I know there's something coming. Something dumb is about to come out of his mouth. (laughs) All right, goodbye.